Hi everybody and welcome to day three of the Stationary Freaks Advent Calendar thing. Helen, we need to come up with a much more succinct title for this. Hi Helen. Hello. We do, but you know, haven't got time for that right now. No. So if you've only just joined us, we're running through uh, 12 different days in a Stationary Freaks Advent, talking about all sorts of stuff to do with stationary goals, uh, journaling, reflecting, all sorts of cool stuff. And in this one today, we're going to talk about goal setting. So Helen, goal setting, big, big topic. We've only got, what, seven minutes? Yeah, we might not do this all in one hit. Goal setting for me is completely different to the way you do it. We've talked previously, I think yesterday, we talked about how far out goals go, and we will talk about that later. For me, you need a way of deciding what things are important to you. So I know that you don't do this particularly in the same way as me, but we're very similar. I use my top three or four values to drive the goals that I set for the for the year. I assess everything I want to do against, will it answer these three to five values, my top five values. Excellent. And um, how do you come up with the values? So <laughs> this is something I've done for several years. So I've had this and I just tweak it every year. But actually, for new people starting to do this from the start, there is a website, jamesclear.com stroke core dash values, which is super good to sit down and go, which ones of these values matter to me? And actually, there are probably thousands of values and lots of them will apply to you. So this isn't about going which ones matter to me, it's which ones matter most. So it doesn't really matter where I start. I literally pick one and go, okay, so I'm looking at this now on my screen and say, compassion, I would say I'm a compassionate person, but am I more compassionate than I am bold? Do I need compassion in my life more than boldness? And I would say, yes, probably I do. So compassion is more important. And I literally go up the list until I pick my top three, five, seven, however many. That's that. All right. I mean, that that's not how I do it, and I actually resonate with all those values, and I'd find it really hard to I do know. this. But you've got your, you've got your top sort of three, your top sort of five. How do you then derive goals from those? So I don't use them to to come up with the goals. To be okay. fair, so you can do, but what I tended to do, it all started one year when I had. Goals that I hadn't achieved from the previous year and I couldn't work out why. Why have I not done this? I think it really matters to me. But when I measured it against my values, I found that actually my kindness wasn't, it wasn't doing anything to, to um, against my kindness score. So I give everything, all my goals get a score, one for kindness, one for, I can't even remember what they are off the top of my head. I've got them written down. It's too close to the end of the year. So yeah, so each goal has um, a score. So there is a kindness score um, and there is an independence score. And there is, so I have those scores. And basically, if my goal does not score super highly on any of my values, it's because it's not aligned with who I fundamentally am. And that's why I won't do that goal. There's no way on God's earth I'll ever achieve that. So finding things that I want to do and then checking that that's aligned with my goals is how I do that. I, I, aligned with my values is how I do it. Oh, that's nice. So you, you kind of like you're testing each goal to make sure that it's it's in line with A, your ability to do it and willingness to do it, but also with becoming who you're trying to be. Yeah, absolutely. The best version of myself 
against the things that I think are the most important. And when you're looking at that core list of values and you were saying you couldn't choose, absolutely true. I pick the ones I like and I think I had about 25 or 30. I had to come up with it cold because I didn't have this list. But I then put them each one on a post-it note and I literally force ranked them. One had to go above or below the last one until I had that list and I really didn't care about anything except those top few. Oh, that's good. I like that. That, that's not how I do it, but yeah, that sounds like a. It sounds like a. It sounds like a positive way to do it. How do you do yours, Rob? Because I think this is really important. We, you know, everyone's different. So how do I do it? I paint a picture of the future. Um, this is going to sound a bit vague and a bit weird, but I essentially think, what do I want my life to be like in ten years' time? And that seems so far out to some people that it's quite scary. But the reality is, is the actions that I take today will compound into who I'm going to become and what I'm going to achieve in 10 years. So for me, this is a rich, compelling, interesting, painted picture of the future. You know, uh, who do I want to be? Who do I want to be helping? What do I want to have achieved? There's a few financial goals in there, but it's mostly non-materialistic. It's about the work I want to do, how I want to make a living, etc. Health, relationships, that kind of good stuff. And it's a painted picture that I write out and um, it's in the front of my moleskin. Hence, I'm not using a new moleskin for this year because it's the same painted picture still. And then for me, what I do is I think about, well, five years is about halfway between now and that painted picture. What do I want to have achieved in five years? And these are five-year goals. These are big, you know, very, very ambitious goals. But then the yearly goals that I do up to that five years essentially become the yearly goals, the activities that I do um, day to day for this year. Um, I found that years fly by. And if I'm not careful about aligning to that five and 10 year picture, then I could be going way off track of where I'm trying to get to. And that to me would be a disappointment in my life. Um, Now, of course, not everything goes to plan as with yours, Helen. Do yours always go to plan? Oh, good God, no. I believe that, uh, in fact, I have openly encouraged people to ditch a goal if it's not making them happy trying to achieve it. Because why would you be working so hard at something that you just no longer care about? Because people change. Your desires and needs change. So, yeah, dispose of your goals if they're not serving you. But at the same time, it's always really good. I just find it really useful to have something to look for. But I can't go as far in the future as you do, Rob, because my, my brain just can't think that far ahead. But I can absolutely say this year this is what I want to get done. Yeah, for me, it's that sort of aligning, you know, I use a sort of business analogy here, really. You know, you've got the big corporate goals, which are usually sort of five, 10 years out. Where do you want the organization to go? And then you roll them down. And that's a similar sort of construct, but without the boring bureaucracy that comes with that. So Helen, we're up on time for today's episode. Tomorrow's episode, we are going to jump into how many goals should you have? How far out in the future should they be? We've touched on that a little bit, but we'll add a bit more flesh to that bone, so to speak. So Helen, anything else before we declare victory on today's advent calendar? So the challenge for today is to, we'll we'll explore Rob's approach to goal setting tomorrow. But for today, see if you can work out what your top two or three values are. And, and we'll use that to uh, measure your, your uh, goals against later when we've generated some goals. For now, use that James Clear list if you like, or just write down a list of the values that you think matter to you and force rank until you come up with the, the top three or something that matter to you. Sounds like a really good challenge. So looking forward to seeing that on Instagram if you're over there. And if not, we shall see you in tomorrow's episode. Thanks, Helen. Bye. Bye.